Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jack Disney Show, the show where we talk about everything film, comics, and, of course, Disney. I'm your host, Jack Disney. Today on the Jack Disney Show podcast, I will be giving my thoughts on the latest Marvel Studios series, What If? Dot, 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 question mark. That and so much more, but before we get started, I would love for y'all to subscribe, that way you don't miss any episodes of the Jack Disney Show. I know we've been taking a lot of breaks during the summer. Uh, Truth is, I've just been really busy, but I'm hoping to be more consistent with the podcast going forward, as I really want to turn this into something big. Uh, That'd be really cool. Uh, So yeah, I'm working on that, so please subscribe so you don't miss any content. Uh, This is part one of my What If Review series. I've tried to record this like five times at this point this is my my fifth take because uh, the first couple times it didn't upload right and it deleted because I got, I got an update on my computer yada yada and then i just recorded it and realized that my microphone was messed up um so this is take two so yeah but this is part one i'm going to be talking about what if it's episode one through four and then in a few weeks when the finale comes out episode nine i'll be talking about the rest of the show so stay tuned for that and i'll probably have plenty more before then um here on the jack disney show all right with that said let's get right on into it with what if dot 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 question mark all right so this show takes place following loki creating the multiverse um so i want to talk some of the specifics of the show itself and then i'll talk about the overall plot so first uh, the acting is really great in the show Almost all the actors, except for Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson, and a couple others, uh, all reprise their roles. Even actors like Kurt Russell come back just for one line, so that's pretty cool. Um, one of the noteworthy actors in the show is, of course, Chadwick Boseman, who unfortunately passed away last year. Uh, may he rest in peace. But he recorded four episodes of the show before he died, So, and we've only seen one of them, so I'm really excited to see what other episodes he shows up in. Uh, it was really, really great hearing him and seeing him in this episode. Uh, then the animation. The animation in the show is really cool. It almost looks like a comic book, like a mix of 2D and 3D, similar to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So that was really cool. Uh, then the score, the music is really, really good, especially in this latest episode, episode 4. Um, the music really carries the episode very well. Uh, and I can't wait for the soundtrack to come out because I will be listening to that thing on repeat. It was so good. Um, yeah, the show is very well directed, very well written. Uh, so yeah, now let's talk about the plot itself. So the show is narrated by someone known as the Watcher. He's sort of like the narrator from Twilight Zone, honestly, where he, you know, tells the story and then at the end is like, here's the moral sort of, and, and it feels very inspired by Twilight Zone. Uh, and he's voiced by Jeffrey Wright, who gives a phenomenal performance as the Watcher. Um, so that was that's really cool. And then episode one, what if Captain Carter got was the first Avenger? So this episode is basically just Captain America, the first Avenger, but with Peggy Carter instead of Steve Rogers, and then Steve Rogers sort of becomes Iron Man, kind of. Um, it, it basically plays out the same way as that movie with a few minor differences, uh, some character swaps, all that kind of stuff. But it it was really good. It did a great job at setting up what this series is going to be like. Probably my favorite episode one from Marvel so far. Because, you know, WandaVision episode one, even though I loved it because it was like I Love Lucy, to the overall audience wasn't super exciting. 
Loki episode one was a lot of just sitting around talking about your feelings, and then Falcon episode one was just bad. I hated that show, not gonna lie. But uh, this episode was really, really good, really solid, helped establish what the show's gonna look like. Um, I can't wait to see her more in the show. I really like Peggy Carter. She's one of my favorite MCU character, MCU side characters. Um, I loved her TV show. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know I, I did an episode talking about that. Uh, and I can't wait to see what the, where she goes in the MCU. I really want to see more of her in the MCU. In fact, if you look closely in the background of Loki, I'm sure uh, many of y'all have heard this, but you can actually see Peggy Carter in the background. So I wonder if that's going to tie in with this at all. Uh, so that I, I, I'm interested to see where that goes. Uh, so yeah, really, really like this episode. Solid 8 or 9 out of 10. Uh, pretty, pretty good start to a great show. All right, so episode two is very different than episode one. I thought that was really cool. Episode one was like a 1940s adventure type thing. This was like a sci-fi heist film, so that was kind of cool. Um, and was, this one was, what if T'Challa became Star-Lord? So somehow Yondu's crew mistakes uh, Peter Quill for T'Challa, and they take T'Challa and he goes into space and basically becomes space's superhero. He's like Robin Hood, taken from the rich, given to the poor, and doing a lot of good in the galaxy. Um, including, if you've seen the episode, you know what I'm talking about. The twist with Thanos, that was really cool. Uh, I really liked that scene. Uh, so yeah, this episode was really cool. I loved Chadwick Boseman's performance in this. It was really great seeing him again. Uh, and his relationship with Yondu, like their banter... Uh, I really enjoyed I thought they both did a great job. I loved the romance that T'Challa had with Nebula. It sort of reminded me of, like, the 1940s uh, female character that, like, the hero likes, and it turns out, oh, they're bad, but then in the end, oh, they're good. Like, that whole aspect was really cool. Uh, so I really liked that aspect of the show. Um, yeah, this episode was really, really good. Again, also, uh, Collector was in this episode. Benicio Del Toro reprised his role. And man, does this just make me want more a crossover with uh, the Collector and Grandmaster, who are brothers in the comics. Um, I just I want to see Benicio del Toro and Jeff Goldblum's characters interact. That'd be uh, really cool and comedy gold. Uh, so yeah, really enjoyed this episode. Even better than episode one. Uh, I love the ending twist. It's just what I would expect from a What If series. Uh, if you've seen it, again, you know what I'm talking about. I'm trying not to give too much away here in case you haven't seen it so that you can go watch it and not have any of the twists spoiled. Uh, but yeah, the ending was really good. And I can't wait to see where they take this character because we already know there's going to be three more appearances of T'Challa. Some of those might be this particular T'Challa, the Star-Lord one. Uh, so I can't wait to see what happens there. I'm also interested if he comes back in Season 2, if he's going to be played by a different actor. That's actually what I thought they should do with T'Challa. Because uh, I don't think Chadwick Boseman would have wanted them to kill the character off uh, if he did pass away, which sadly he did. But uh, I, I'm not sure I'm a huge fan of what they're doing with Black Panther 2 where he's just not going to be in it. That seems kind of weird to me that you wouldn't continue the character when there's a lot more story to tell with the character. Uh, so I'm hoping we, we see more of him in the show even though Chadwick Boseman has unfortunately passed away. Um, you know, Steve Rogers has a different actor in the series. I don't see why that should stop them. Uh, but yeah, love this ep this episode. Nine out of ten. Great, great episode. Amazing, spectacular. All right, so episode three was somehow even better 
So this one takes place during Fury's big week, and for those of you who don't know, this is an event in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that refers to the events of Iron Man 2, The Incredible Hulk, and Thor, all of which take place within one week. Um, we see this in the film, they reference each other, uh, Coulson leaves Iron Man 2 to go to the events of Thor, Incredible Hulk, you can see it happening on TV screens in the background, uh, news, news reports and stuff like that. Uh, so we already kind of knew this, but this episode confirmed it for sure, so that was really neat. And this episode's basically someone's going around killing the Avengers before they become the Avengers. Um, so they have access to Fury's Avengers initiative files, and they're killing all the Avengers. Uh, so it's really interesting. The mystery is really cool. It's basically um, Nick Fury, Coulson, and Black Widow trying to figure out who's doing this. There's a lot of twists and turns along the way that I really, really don't want to give away uh, because it's just such a good episode. And the ending, while it may at the moment feel like it comes out of left field when you rewatch the episode it makes so much more sense uh and it was a really cool ending i really liked how it ended um uh, and then the actual ending itself setting up a possible sequel to this episode uh, i really did enjoy that uh now one thing i want to talk about from this episode is the incredible hulk now for anyone who knows me knows that hulk is my favorite marvel character i love the hulk and i love the incredible hulk movie a lot of people don't talk about it because it has a different actor playing Hulk, so a lot of people think it's not really connected when it really is. Uh, and this episode really shows that we see Mark Ruffalo in this episode voicing the Hulk, even though it wasn't him in that movie. So that was really interesting, uh, seeing the blending of the two. And I like seeing scenes from that movie again. That really made me happy. And the way the Hulk was killed off might be the most disturbing scene in the MCU thus far for me. That was pretty intense. Um, so that was really cool. I really did enjoy that. Uh, and it made me think, too, the Hulk is immortal in the comics. And they even say in the movie, he can't die, he can't die, what, what, what's going on? So I wonder if a sequel to this could possibly be based on the recent comic series, Immortal Hulk, which features a Hulk who dies every day and then comes back and he's more scary and brutal and it's like a horror series. Um, I, the series kind of got weird after a while because it started like going into hell and everything, and I, I didn't like that aspect of it. Um... But just a series where you, or an episode where you have Hulk coming back from the dead every day and being like a dark, horror-y twist on the old TV show or even the movie, which was sort of based on the TV show, uh, that would be really cool. So I would love to see an Immortal Hulk episode that could possibly spin out from this where you have a darker, more sinister Hulk uh, with a horror feel. That would be really cool, especially after episode four, which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, in the upcoming Doctor Strange 2 and WandaVision, sort of the MCU delving into horror. I would love to see that carry over into the Hulk, who really hasn't gotten to do much in the MCU. Uh, I'm planning on doing another podcast about this soon, uh, but I've been kind of disappointed with how Hulk's been treated in the MCU, uh, so I would love to see more with him, and I think What If is a great place for that, since the current MCU is Professor Hulk. We can get more Hulk-Hulk stories with What If, uh, so that's really exciting. Uh, but yeah, great episode, 10 out of 10, amazing, amazing episode, uh, I would highly recommend watching it, honestly, I would watch this one first, because uh, it really gives you a taste for what the series is like. Alright, so now episode 4, took the show to even higher highs, it's, it's just so good, I just finished watching it, uh, it's Wednesday, September 1st when I'm recording this, uh, when it came out. This episode is insane, guys. Like, it's just, it's so good. So, this episode plays out more like a tragedy, 
which is really interesting for the MCU. We haven't gotten a story like this. Usually, the hero fights the bad guy. Hero good, bad guy bad. Hero wins, yay, the end, satisfying movie ending. With the one exception being Infinity War, but that was resolved in the next film. Um, so this is something very different than anything we've seen before in the MCU. Uh, so that was really cool. It's basically, what if Doctor Strange, um, in his car accident, which where he lost the use of his hands, what if his girlfriend, uh, Christine, was in the car with him, and she died? And I don't want to give too much away. I'll talk about spoilers in a minute. But this episode is just so, so insane. Um, so not to spoil too much, but there was a montage where he's trying to go back in time and prevent it from happening over and over and over. Um, and every time she just dies no matter what. So that was a really well-executed scene. Very depressing. Sort of reminded me of the opening to Up, how just the music really carries the scene. It's, it's really sad to watch, and it's really great visual storytelling uh, in animation. One of the best scenes in the MCU, honestly. It, it was just, it was very well executed. I really liked it. Uh, it really makes you feel for this version of Strange who starts to go down a darker path. Um, yeah, it was just, it was so well executed. The acting was great. We got Benedict Cumberpatch coming back as Doc Strange. He did a great performance. It has me really excited to see him again in Spider-Man No Way Home, which I will be doing another podcast talking about that trailer. Don't you worry, because that trailer was insane. I don't want to get into it right now, but go watch that trailer. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, I have, I'm have i really excited for the future of Doctor Strange, especially after this episode. Um, I loved all the twists throughout. The, the time travel stuff might get a bit confusing, but it was still really cool. And this was the best episode so far. Uh, 10 out of 10. 11 out of 10. This episode was just so, so good. All right. I'm about to wrap this up. First, I want to talk a couple of quick spoilers. Uh, so skip like 30 seconds if you don't want anything spoiled. Three, two, one. Okay, the ending of this episode is insane. So we finally see the Watcher react to... Uh, with, in, with, sorry. We finally see the Watcher interact with someone. So that was really cool. And it, it ends with the end of the world. Doctor Strange destroys the world. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. I can't wait to see more. We've seen him more in the trailers. We know he's going to meet characters from other episodes. So is he going to go to other worlds trying to redeem himself? Uh, or is he just a villain now? Uh, I'm really interested to see where they take this version of the Doctor Strange character. Maybe he's the villain of Doctor Strange 2. That would be really, really cool. And it would make it like, uh, see, what if wasn't just the cartoon time? It's really important. you got to go watch it. Uh, so that would be really cool. I'm really excited to see what happens there. All right, spoilers over, spoilers over. All right, so this show's a solid 10 out of 10. It's so good, and we're only halfway through, not even halfway through. Uh, it's just, it's really good. I can't wait to see what happens with the next half of season one and season two. Um, it's honestly right now in my top five MCU things. You got um, Infinity War, Civil War, Ragnarok, Endgame, Incredible Hulk, uh, and then this it's just it was so so good um yeah that that's all i have to say about it i can't recommend this show enough um each episode's only 30 minutes it'd be pretty quick to catch up only take you a couple hours um and honestly i i think you if you watch episode three and four uh and you like it then go back and watch one and two uh but three and four are so so good um, if you're, if you're unsure of the show, I would watch episode three and then watch the rest of the episodes. 
because uh, episode four is some parts of it are only satisfying if you've watched the rest of it. Um, so yeah, I would I would start with with episode three maybe if you're a bit unsure of the show or just you know watch it in order. Um, that of course that's what most people are doing. Uh, so yeah, great great show. Ten out of ten. Can't wait to see more from this show. And that about wraps it up today for the Jack Disney Show. I hope you all enjoyed listening. If you did, make sure to subscribe and tune in next time for me to talk about the Spider-Man trailer and um, and then another What If review. So, so yeah, I'm Jack Disney, and I'll see you all next time.